This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendarvis greeting you again this morning, coming to you with another old Trailblazer broadcast where we bring forth the old-time, old-fashioned gospel message calling on men to repent and turn to the Lord. Now, that's old-fashioned, my friend. You just don't hear it much of it, do you? Now, all we hear, my friend, is turn to give your heart to Jesus, live the best you can, be kind to dumb animals, and uh, that's it. Sign this little pledge card, and we'll send you some helpful information on how you're supposed to walk and talk. Know nothing about being a lost sinner, my friend. Know nothing about coming to the Lord in, in repentance. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. We go out here each morning, uh, Monday through Friday, bringing you, Thus saith the Lord. We want to continue our study this morning in the uh, book of First Peter. First epistle of the Apostle Peter. And uh, now we are st we're still there in chapter 4, and we come again to verse 4, I believe it is. We looked at uh, it briefly in our last study. But this morning we want to go a little farther into uh, that uh, verse. And let me just stop here for a moment and tell you what's been on my heart before we go into the message. For the last few days, as a pastor of this gracious work here, I know that my heart has been burdened for my people. I call them. Yes, I call you my people. Those who attend the services here at First Baptist Church of Algiers, those who attend the service at our mission places, those who receive these tapes, these printed pages uh, across this nation, I see many who are not saved. They tell me they're not. And I look here in Peter at these verses, speaking of not running with the old crowd to excess and rot and the uh, lust of the flesh, and I just stop and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving a sinner like me. And I see clearly why Peter made this statement, telling us not to uh, uh, continue in that old lifestyle. For if we could, and if we did, run into sin, proclaiming to be a child of God, how would anyone ever have any confidence in us as an ambassador of God? Don't you see, my friend, how easily uh, we could defeat uh, our testimony if we're not careful. So this morning I plead with you. I urge you if you know the Lord, if you're one of God's children, if you've been born again, uh, won't you join with me in asking our Lord for special grace to walk before the Lord, to walk before our folks day by day. Some of you uh, uh, will say oh I thought when a person is saved there's no more sin. And I believe that, my friend. I believe that one day. But when God saves a sinner, he gives him a new heart. We read there where he says, I will give you a new heart. But the old heart is still there. And it gives us all the heartache and, that we can handle. God's word says that sin shall, no, how, shall not have dominion over us. We could read that it shall not have any dominion over us anymore. And if you're saved, it won't. No, no, you can't live in sin. God's child doesn't live in sin. He doesn't waller around in sin. No, my friend, he, he just can't. Uh, he hates it. God hates it, yes. But my friend, uh, uh, the sinner, the, the old Satan, our arch enemy, hates God, hates his word, hates his child. And his purpose and his means is to cause us all to distrust our Lord. Do you have doubts and fears, my friend? The Lord doesn't put them there. No, but thank the Lord. He and, and but just thank the Lord that He's unable uh, to to uh, accomplish those things as long as we keep our eyes on the Lord. Are you looking to the Lord this morning? 
Are your eyes fastened on the Lord? So you pray for me this morning and each day uh, as we go out uh, here uh, bringing you the message. When you have your quiet time, uh, would you just pray for me? You do have a quiet time, don't you? You do have a time of devotion where you uh, sit down and get your Bible and pray and read the Scriptures. Oh, my friend, if not, won't you begin today to take out, take time out to get along with the Lord? Are you just going to live your life hurly-burly, scamper-scamper through life and never uh, just, just go all day in a rush, fall into bed at night, why, weary and tired, neglect your Bible reading, neglect praying? Oh, my friend, what kind of life is that? Do you, do you, is that what the kind of life you want? Not me. No, my friend. Uh, just, just get a quiet and spend time with your Bible and, and uh, speaking with the Lord. Just talking to the Lord. In First Peter chapter 4 there, we read, Wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to do the same excessive right, speaking evil of you. He says here that, uh, that they, speaking, he says, uh, they, those who he's speaking, uh, of our former friends whom we used to run with, all of us uh, at one time in our lives had friends with whom we spent time. Maybe it was drinking and running in sin, or maybe it was in an unsaved condition in some church where we all went to church together and thinking we were saved. But now that the Lord has delivered us, saved us from all of that, no longer do we want to spend time uh, as we used to. They think it's so strange. You notice how Peter put that? They think it's strange, uncommon, unusual. Uh, they say, uh, what great friends we once were, but now, now you're no longer interested in being with the crowd. Oh, my friends, isn't that grace? Isn't that grace when someone can, can see that you're not interested? And they're right. We're not. They, they think it's strange. But they have uh, not been shown their old sinful hearts. They've, they don't see anything wrong with a social drink and uh, those things. They're blinded to their sin, and they think nothing wrong with smoking and drinking and running around. And now they ask you, why? What's wrong, friend? What happened? What happened to you? I believe that one of the greatest compliments that anyone can ever pay a child of God is to ask him or her, why are you no longer interested in running with the same crowd that you used to run with. Listen, friend, if your friends cannot see any difference in your life, uh, no doubt you have nothing. No, no doubt. No doubt you have, you're not a child of God. No more than a, a grasshopper, my friend. If the, if the world can't see any difference in you, oh, my friend, there's something wrong. Oh, uh, God's child is a new creature. He no longer wants the things of the flesh, and his desire is now after spiritual things. He 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 wants to. He just has a desire for spiritual things. Talking with his heavenly Father, reading the love letters, God's word that that the Lord ordained, left here for us. He wants to be molded and made in the likeness of his Lord, who died for his sin. He sees that sin is against God. You think lightly of sin this morning, my friend, believer? God's child, do you think lightly of sin? Can you still lie and steal and cheat and run after the world and defraud your neighbor and gossip and all of those things? You, you better make your calling an election sure. God's child see, sees that it was his sin that put our Lord to death. And then how, 
how can we uh, uh, just run greedily into sin? No, you can't. A burned child always runs from the fire. You do. You do. You take a small child toddling around. I've seen it uh, in my life, in my young days, and bump up against the old heater there in the kitchen and burn his little old arm. And uh, a few days later, you take him and say, uh, uh, put your hand right here. Oh, no, no, no. He backs up. You know why? He remembers that the fire was hot. He, uh, I've heard uh, little children say, hot, hot. They, they know, my friend, that's what sin is today. It's hot because it burns it burns God's child. He don't want to be associated with sin. He hates it. Oh, my friends, my, uh, we, many of our folks know nothing of being saved, being redeemed from the power of and the penalty of sin. They don't see sin as being a hindrance. No. So therefore, they think it's strange that you and I who are saved no longer desire to run after sin. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I don't make light of them. No, I just want to be true to their souls, my friend. Has the Lord broken the love of sin in your heart? Are you always on guard that you might not sin against God? The psalmist says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Oh, my friend, that's God's child. That's the, that's the desire of our heart. Uh, in one place, he says, uh, Ask the Lord, Would you put a guard on my lips? Oh, my friend, have you prayed that prayer lately? Put a, put a guard on your lips? Uh, um, my friend, are you taken up with the world and gossiping and, 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 and uh, criticizing your neighbors and criticizing God's child? Would you just ask the Lord to put a guard? I, I call it a padlock. Just put a padlock on my lips. I see these young people with rings in their ears and rings in their nose, and I'd like to see some of them with a padlock on their lips just to cut down some of that vulgar talk that they do. Wouldn't you do, wouldn't you, my friend? No, no. Uh, God's child's desire is to know the mind of Christ, to pattern our lives according to his will and his way. This is why our will must be broken in coming to Christ. The old trailblazer often said, if our wills are never broken here, and that we would uh, uh, get into heaven in that condition, uh, that we'd take a wheelbar and a pickaxe and attempt to dig up the streets of gold. Isn't that right? That's what would happen. The old sinner, never saved, would be admitted into heaven with his old will. He would be covetous. So therefore, the moment he saw the golden streets, he would run somewhere and try to find a wheelbar and a pickaxe, start digging up the streets. I like to sit and meditate, my friend, upon what our Lord does, though, in saving a sinner. In the salvation of a sinner. What does he do for a sinner? Uh, he gives him a new heart. Every day, uh, my friend, that we walk and talk now, uh, we, uh, the Lord has put a new heart in us. First, he puts uh, uh, within us that new heart. Our old heart is hard, cold and clammy, critical, uh, erroneous, envious, jealous. Just to say a few things, we could say much more, but we don't have time about the human heart. But in salvation, the Lord gives us a new heart, a tender heart, one which the impressions of God can be made. No wonder, my friend, you wonder why the world sees no beauty in Christ. It's because of the hardness of their heart, uh, where the word of God falls upon that unplowed soil. Nothing is accomplished. There's no impressions made there. But the Lord, <coughs> in his mercy gives us that new, soft, pliable heart. 
He takes away the old bitterness and hatred that was once there. He gives us that contentment now to wait upon the Lord, no matter what the circumstances are. Oh, we face so many trials and tribulations, so many heartaches this morning. That's what I praise the Lord for, that he can take a poor old sinner, hell-deserving, and wash him in his blood, take away the old filth and make him a new creature in Christ, and then give him grace to wait upon the Lord, to walk day by day uh, with the Lord, hand in hand with the Lord. My friend, it's no wonder that our friend think it's strange that we do, do not want to partake of those old habits, for they see no sin in many things that we have been delivered from. But listen, folks, God's child is content no matter if he has friends who understand him or not. We have Christ and friends, how gracious that is, but if we have Christ and no friends, we're still blessed beyond measure. We are, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. That's what the scripture says, my friend. And we understand others. Our heart goes out to them. That's why we hear day by day bringing you God's word. Perchance that the word of God would go home to some heart. Could I just ask you this morning, are you a child of God? Are you washed in the blood this morning? Or have you been cleansed from your old filthy sin? Or have you ever seen that you are a sinner? Oh, my friends, there's many whom I know that know nothing of being a sinner. They think that sinners are drinkers and whoremongers and prostitutes and uh, people like that. No, no, my friend, no. Those people are uh, pale into insignificance when you see your old heart and how wicked it is and what what is what what's, uh, uh, lies there in your heart. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, the old trailblazer, bringing to a close the trailblazer broadcast. Remember our mailing address, friend. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 